I'm Joey. I'm Carlene. And I'm Pete. And this is Trip of the Nonsense. Welcome back. Another episode. Another you, episode. How are you guys The last feeling? survival episode. The Good. last one. We survived. We've survived. We I'm excited. As much as I've loved these episodes, I'm ready for more joy in my life. So like, I am excited that this is the last episode of the three. Um, and I'm excited to see what you've cooked up for us, Carly. Yeah. Yes. So as Joey had said, this is the last episode of the survival arc. Um, we went back and talked about the 2020 quarantine we kind of talked about you know how you know trauma has affected us in some capacity um today's episode we are kind of going on the topic of mental health um i am kind of an advocate for you know mental health especially with you know the population that i work with um in the classroom um and so i take mental health kind of seriously and I know that mental health kind of is different in many ways. So I'm going to kind of open this up to a discussion because the way I perceive mental health might be very different than Pete and Joey. So with that said, fellas, kind of, I don't care who goes first, but like if you guys could depict or talk about, you know, what mental health means to you like how you deal with mental health and kind of like if you have a mental health story that you guys are willing to um, kind of talk about we'll start with that by mental health story do you mean like a specific incident or do you mean just like how like we deal with mental health in general i just want to make sure i Um, answer the question how you intend so i mean we can we can start with like your story so like if you've dealt with you know any form of mental health, like if you have a story that kind of has impacted you in a certain way, we can start there because then later on, we're going to kind of talk about, you know, ways that we, you know, deal with that, that we give each other self, like I say, give each other, but like give yourself self-care and and help manage that. Got it, got it, got it. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me and like nothing's been clinically diagnosed or anything but my biggest thing as far as mental health goes like is anxiety um which i always i think had in some form but always like you know because society's like men can't have feelings don't express your emotions those sad things <laughs> bottle them down it's fine so i think for the longest time i'd always be like oh i'm just having a sad moment i'm fine like i like never really dealt with it um because i didn't start going to therapy until august of 2020 so like still pretty recently like actually taking care of it mm-hmm. um but for me and like I, it mostly, and thinking back in childhood and life still mostly manifested in like friendships and relationships being like, am I being annoying? Do they actually want to hang out with me? Why are they friends with me? And like, you know, anxiety slash like, um, like negative self image thoughts kind of went hand in hand. Um, so it's definitely been a journey that we're obviously all still on. Um, and I've come a long way to like know that I'm dope and like people who are friends with me and talk to me aren't faking it because at this point in life if someone doesn't want to talk and hang out with you they just won't so um that's my biggest thing is just we're an anxious dude um but hide it with humor as we know and have talked about in the other episodes so So, for me it's pretty similar um i've got anxiety like i always like i feel like there's something i'm forgetting 
and that makes me anxious. But I also like deal with bits of depression. Um, and I also have like, and this has been like a lifelong issue, just like chronically low self-esteem, even though like, especially with where I currently work, like I know I'm like the best person for the job and it's a weird, like kind of at odds issue, but like self-esteem issues are probably the biggest thing that plagues me consistently mixed in with, with bouts of depression and anxiety. Um, I would kind of go off the same thing as, as you both. I don't, I'm not, it's not clinically like diagnosed by any means, but I would have to agree. You know, I have anxiety of, you know, the unknown, you know, um, where the workplace that I was at almost three years ago, um, I've experienced like, you know, my first panic attack because of, you know, this, this situation. And luckily I got out of that situation. But since then, I've just been a very anxious person that, you know, if somebody comes into, you know, my classroom, um, for whatever reason, I start to panic a little because it's like, why are they here? Did I do something wrong? Or they're just coming to, you know, check in. Uh, with also kind of a little bit of depression uh, because of that, you know, self-image. Uh, I have experienced very low self-esteem, um, which I've been working on, as you both know, and viewers and listeners who have been following along um, have seen. Uh, but it was, it's been a real tough journey for me trying to, you know, manage, you know, those depressive thoughts or those, you know, self-image, self-esteem, you know, thoughts, because it's always been there. Uh, and it's just been, you know, something that has been very hard to overcome. Um, for me, for me personally, and I mean, I can only talk for myself, but um, it's just been a, a journey. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how I've made it thus far, but um, progress is happening, which I'm, I'm very, very proud of myself for. So. Yeah, we and we're progress. proud of you too. Hundred percent. Um, and kind of going off one thing you said about like anxiety at work and stuff that like flashed an image so specifically for me, you know, like when you were a student in school, if you were ever called to the principal and there was like a principal call or something, like you were so stressed, like what did I do? Um, kind of like exactly like you were saying, I've been working in my school for six years. I have a very good relationship with our current acting principal. Like, um, we talk, like, I, I can feel comfortable like calling or texting instead of like sending an email if I need something right away and vice versa. But even then, if I like see a call from her, or see an email, I go, what do I do? Am I okay? Like, but it's like, we're colleagues. <laughs> like we're, we're like on a similar level. Um, but yeah, there's always that anxiety piece of like, oh my gosh, why are they reaching out to me? Like same thing. So we love anxiety. He says sarcastically. Well, and it, <laughs> it's, it's that fear of, you know, they're, they're great. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be in a workplace, but like a friend, mm -hmm. friendship group. It's like, they're great. They're doing awesome. You're, you're having that, you know, really friendship relationship, but then all of a sudden flick of a dime, something's going on. And then you get the anxiety of, 
did I do something wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, they're not talking to me. Did I say something like incorrectly? It's like, I I know that. Good. I know that, you know, I thought I did everything correct, but it's still that like un, unpained like feeling. Yeah. Like that self doubt of like, I don't think I did anything wrong, but did I do something wrong? And like, you start to question every decision you've ever made in your life. Should I have said that thing in third grade? Oh no. (laughs) I get the feeling that a lot of our anxiety stems from the fact that like, we all want to be like as good as possible and as useful Mm -hmm. as possible to other people. And so we're like, like, did I do something wrong equates to like, did I let someone down? A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Like, like Louisa from Encanto. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But kind of going into next, you know, this whole kind of, you know, pandemic year, years, I say plural because we're still in a pandemic. Ow. Uh, Emotional damage. You poked my heart. <laughs> Let me mend your heart. Um, the big, the big talk is you know self care, taking care of your mental health. Uh, I'm gonna open now to like, what do you guys do to give yourself self care or help with your mental health? Now I know in a previous episode. You guys talked about, you know, therapy. I kind of want you guys to bridge out of, you know, that therapy realm and really mm-hmm. think about if there's other ways that you take time for yourself, help with your mental health, self-care, that type of thing. Um, One thing just came to mind immediately, and I'm assuming we can each talk about men- like multiple things and bounce back and forth, mm-hmm. but because we've been talking about work so frequently... Um, one thing I like for the first four ish years of teaching always prided myself in was like being able to respond to emails quickly and like always having the notifications on my phone. And like, even if it was 10 PM, if a student emailed, like I have to respond right away, like whatever. Um, and like, I wasn't realizing that like that constantly, like almost needing to be on mode for work was like also causing extra stress and anxiety. Cause it's like, when did I stop working? Even though my first three years of teaching were at halftime and like now still four fifths, like I felt like I was just working all the time, always. Mm-hmm. Never had a time for like life or actual self care or anything. So I remember when I first started going to therapy. Sorry to talk about therapy, but um, my therapist was like, "Well, have you tried turning off the notifications for your emails, like when you're done with work?" And I was like, "No. Like, what if someone needs me?" And he's like, "When you're not working, you don't have to work." And I was like, "Huh? What a concept!" So like for a while, I did turn the notifications off on my phone for emails, which was great. And, like, I noticed it, like, immediately, like, oh, I feel less stressed. I can, like, clean my apartment. I can, like, hang on my dog and not to do work. This is fun. Um, And I've since turned them back on, but I've gotten better at being, like, oh, if it's, like, past, like, four or five or something, if I see the notification, I'll just, like, swipe it away. And I'll say, I'll look at that tomorrow. Um, So I've tried to get – I've tried to get a lot better of, like, trying to prioritize work while I'm at work. And obviously, we're teachers. We know that we have to do some planning and stuff outside of school, of course. Um, But, like, you know, after a certain amount of time, like, you don't have to always be on. Like, you don't always Mm -hmm. have to be, like, there right away, Um, which was hard for me at first because I don't like to let people down. I want to, like, make sure I'm doing the best I, like, can. But I can't be the best that I can be unless I'm taking care of me. (gasps) Put that on a shirt. Um, Holly! (laughs) 
<laughs> Holly. <laughs> um, so that's the first thing that came to mind for me. And I mean, someone else can go next. So I'm not just hogging all the time. I but. mean, I, I have to agree with you, Joey, on, on part of that aspect, because my first two or my second year of teaching um, had a new principal. Uh, it was a horrific, horrific experience for me. Mm. Uh, my first year, I had a great work life balance. But then the second year, it became a lot more stressful for me to the point where I was staying until like 6 p.m. getting stuff done, going home, you know, having dinner, sleep, went to sleep, get up, do it all over again. So I learned after that year to not have work email on my phone to if it's after 4.30 or 4, 4.30, you have our our district has a policy. You respond to emails 24 hours. You can respond to emails up to 24 hours after it's sent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, what's really helped me, and I'm starting to be back into that, is if I set an alarm for like four o'clock, my alarm goes off. Whatever work is, whatever work I don't get done is there. It'll always be there when you come back in the morning. So mm-hmm. I've learned to like drop it. I also have a coworker that is, um, we're friends, um, and she helps me, you know, get out of the class when That's we're not good. at a meeting That's really or healthy. something yeah, else. That, yeah, having a friend to hold you accountable is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is another way of self care. <laughs> so, um, as far as work related, that's exactly kind of what I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I like my my big boundary got set at the beginning of quarantine because like we were doing like online teaching um but we were allowed to go into the building if we wanted to Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm gonna go into the building like almost nobody else did so i was like i basically had an entire school building to myself which was kind of cool because i was like i have so much space (laughs) um but i knew like like my my philosophy was like when i'm in the building I'm doing work stuff and I'm doing it to the best of my ability and I'm focused like a cheetah. Um, but once I leave that building, I'm done answering questions. I'm done. I'm done with school. It's all about me. I can take care of myself the moment I leave that school building. Um, and I've like, we're back in person now, but I still keep that boundary. Like when I'm in the building, I'm all about the kids teaching school. That's, that's what I'm there for. Right. But the second, like the second I leave that property, like, that boundary is there. And that's been like an extraordinarily liberating boundary to have. Cause like I can actually like set time aside, like take care of myself and I'll get emails. I'll see the notification to be like, that's a tomorrow problem. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's been a really effective way for me to maintain like a, a relatively healthy work-life balance. Like I've got my second job, which is still teaching, but like, it's a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like I told my my college students, like I'm not going to answer your emails before three o'clock because I'm teaching high school, right? And they're like, "Cool." It's like you you set those boundaries, you establish them, you enforce them, and then you also live up to them. Like if a student emails me at noon from the college, I'm not gonna I'll I'll see it probably during lunch because like, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a cute sound. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to respond because like, if I start responding, then like, I'm not respecting my own boundary right, mm-hmm. to the fullest degree. Um, 
And I found that to actually be a really effective way to like maintain my boundaries. And I think a big part of mental health and like, and that whole aspect of life is about like setting boundaries and maintaining those boundaries. And as long as you communicate them clearly with people, I've, I've never had someone be like, I don't like your boundary. Cause like your boundaries, realistically, like for people like us, we're going to set our boundaries like too close anyways. So like our boundaries really should be a little bit further. Right, um, right. But if you communicate your boundaries with people, they, they tend to respect it. And if they don't, then like that's going to be their problem. That's yours because you're going to enforce your boundary. Right. And it's also a good, um, it's good role modeling and like, you know, yeah. showing other people like, Hey, it's okay to have these boundaries. I'm not being lazy. I'm not striking my responsibilities, but like, you need to have set boundaries for things. Um, and especially in being teachers, which we all are, it's really good. That's great to just, like demonstrate for students. Like, hey, mm-hmm. it's okay that like when you're done with stuff or like when you finish homework or whatever, like don't check your email, like read a book or go outside or whatever. Yeah, I tell my students like, hey, when you're done with the assignment, because I've got an online class still, I say, when you're done with the assignment, you don't have to stare at my dumb face because that's a waste of your time. Go it, go, go do something that makes you happy. Right. Cause like being in like if you're done like good you're for done. you go have fun mm-hmm. you earned it. Well, and I think that for some people, I I say some because you know it's hard. I don't know if it's hard or what the deal is, but it's very uh, difficult to set boundaries for some people. That's yeah. true. And I it I, took I, me like a long like I'm seven years no six years older than you, Carlene. Um, I wasn't wow, good at boundaries. Tell my age. I didn't tell my age. Um, and you're nine years older than me. I know you're <laughs> a child, but I mean, it took me like until my mid thirties and several years of therapy to be able to do that. Like nobody ever taught me about boundaries ever. Like we just, we're never taught about it. And that's that, that makes life difficult. Yeah. And I mean, especially just with the society that we live in also, again, being educators, it's always like, you you need to have high expectations. You need to like set goals for yourself and like reach those things, which yes, again, I'm not saying those aren't important. They're important, but it's good to have the boundaries and not only focus on those things um, because you'll drive yourself mad. We Mm -hmm. don't want that. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Um, So on the opposite side of work, so setting those boundaries, making sure, you know, you don't check those notifications, you know, from work emails or don't have work email on your phone in general. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But what are some other things that you guys do, you know, beyond like school related stuff that you do to, you know, keep. I don't want to say keep and check your mental health, but like that helps your mental health or gives you some form of self-care because I feel like a lot of people now are nowadays are not doing that for themselves right. and they yeah. need to because you need to be the number one person you need to take care of. Yeah. I mean, it's plain and simple. Mm. Um, and I think for a lot of, you know, the younger kids nowadays, they're like, well, I have to, you know, worry about mom and dad and younger siblings. I'm like, yeah, you do. However, you also need to take care of yourself. Yeah, mental. 
yeah. I'm gonna go first. You I, go for yeah, yeah. Like the science behind this. Mental rest is a physiological necessity. Like if you don't have that, your brain's not gonna function properly. So like prioritizing your own mental health and your own mental well being is going to make you be better at all the things that you want to do and better the things that you don't want to do but you have to do them because like work and stuff um so if you don't allow your like mental state to rest like if you're always like running on adrenaline and your cortisol is high like you're going to do damage to your body and Mm -hmm. to your brain so like mental health and, and maintaining it isn't some like new wave hippie dippy thing to do like it's a physiological necessity if you don't do that you're hurting your you're you're physically hurting yourself and you're not going to be able to function in any capacity properly yeah and that's i mean i wasn't going to say it scientifically but that's more or less what i was going to say like it's why when on airplanes they tell you before you put the oxygen mask on someone else put your on yourself first like if you don't take care of yourself mentally first and anything you're not gonna be able to help anyone else yeah. like if you're not okay here how do you expect to like be that support for multiple people, whether it's family mm-hmm. or friends or like a romantic relationship? Like you, you need to take care of yourself mentally first and foremost right. um, for those other things to happen. So Joey, I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you Great, do? Cool. <laughs> what do you do for your own self-care mental health? Um, One thing that, um, well, I got a dog because this stems into it. Um, one thing that I noticed like really, really helped me mentally. Um, and because it's been so cold in winter and everything I haven't been able to, but, um, like when I would take him for walks, I wouldn't just walk around. I'd also like plug in a podcast and like, like walk around town and like listen to a podcast and just enjoy like being, I was going to say nature. Right? I walk around our town, <laughs> I, but like, and just enjoy being outside and everything. Um, which like I've missed recently because I have a 20 pound short haired tiny dog. He wants to go outside for five minutes at a time and not do anything else, especially because it's been so cold here recently. Like the days it's negative 10, I'm not walking him, but like I'm excited for the weather to warm up again so I can start doing that stuff. Cause like, that's huge. Like even just like 30 minutes of walking outside the fresh air and everything. Like I've always, I always find I'm in a better mood afterwards and I'm able to be more productive and like do stuff. Um, when I'm not able to do that, like in the, the current weeks that it has been a frigid tundra here in Maine, um, I always find if slash when, if, when I get like stressed or anxious about life or anything, like avoiding social media for a while is huge. Um, and I don't count Snapchat because that's talking to friends and that's support mm-hmm. and good. But like, if there's anything I'm like, okay, it's like put the phone away or just like, let's not open TikTok. Let's not open Facebook or Instagram. Like my usual go-to is play video games or like play with my dog. I'm starting to get back into reading again, which I'm jazzed about. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to like re get back into things that I know are good for my mental health because I used to read all the time in high school. And like, I think I was a happier person then, or I'm just remembering it wrong. Who knows? Um, so like, I think doing anything that's like, n- I was going to say unplugged, but video games is, is plugged, but like doing something not social media related and like, not like having to put on a front for the world or anything. Um, is good to just kind of like step away from that sometimes. So long story short, walk my dog, read books, play video games, laugh. Pete. All right. Um. So I I kind of like take a, a fill your cup approach. Like, what kind of things do you need to do to fill your cup so you can like help other people fill your cup or fill their cup? Um, and I have a healthy dose of escape, a healthy dose of escapism. Um, love watching 
sci-fi fantasy shows and movies love the really bad ones <laughs> um also relatively recently over the summer got back into reading um and it's fun to like be reading the same book as other people so you can like talk about things even if you're yeah. ahead of them because like you listen to audiobooks and they read the actual book so you're kind of cheating but it's okay um so i i do enjoy like just like letting my mind go to like some fantasy world that doesn't actually exist but like it just like it takes up all of your imagination so you can't use all of your, any imagination on worrying about things that aren't actually happening because mm-hmm. uh, a, a quote that i do love is like worrying is a waste of imagination um so i'd rather use it on like monsters and dragons and stuff it's way more better <laughs> that, way. Um, yeah. that are in space in the future so they can't affect you um fair i also enjoy working out when it's warm outside i'm still not going to gyms yet because like i don't trust them to clean it properly Hmm. um and then i also like i've got like my my very close friends who i do talk about everything with who i know like if i'm being over dramatic like my friend uh who lives close to me will call me out and she's like she'll be like okay that was sad but that wasn't really that big of a deal. And so she'll, she'll call me out on it. And that's really helpful. So like having good friends, um, that would be supportive when you need support, but also would be like, this is one of those times, like you don't need to make it a big deal. Like you're making a mountain out of a molehill. And that's also really helpful. Hmm. Um, and then I also like, one of the things that makes me feel good is helping people. Um, so it's important that I, I take care of myself so that I'm able to help people and make myself further have higher value for myself. Because right. uh, I gotta be helpful, otherwise I'm a waste. Um, and also, I like dark humor because that's that's who I am as a person. <laughs> oh, I should have mentioned that too. Yeah, of course, yeah, dark humor. <laughs> I beat you to that. I, I was waiting for you to say that, and you didn't. And I was like, oh, I get to do this one. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Um, you're a team player I, and i appreciate i that. will say i did forget one i thought of as you were speaking if go I'm for not, it if if you're not done if, you, I mean, if you are if you are done i think i'm done but i might remember stuff okay that's fair um i teach band which stems from a love of playing and performing music and everything which i've talked about in the past like was hard with everything when performing was not an option um so back in october i think it was um i safely rejoined a community band which um, has grown since then and whatever. So like once a week, I'm actually, I'm back to playing saxophone again, like being in a group and like being able to make music and perform again. Um, cause my first, even before COVID, um, besides the occasional like pit gig and stuff, I really like kind of like lost that performing aspect of myself and just went straight into teaching and like that level side of performing, but not playing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to be back in a group again, and especially cause this group is like as close to a professional concert band in like the state of Maine through, um, a university that you can get like we're playing high level caliber music like I'm playing soprano and alto saxophone right now and stuff so it's like having that part of my life back the actually like playing and performing has been huge because oh, I've like that. like I knew I missed it but like when it started back up when we had our first concert in December I was like oh, this is why I do what I do I love this so much so um, that's a huge one for me is like getting involved back in playing and performing music again has been really great it's actually remarkable how big of a role music plays in like our own like mental lives. For sure. Like, one, like musicians, like they're poets, but with rhythm mm-hmm. uh, and a beat. And like most, most feelings that we feel have been put down on paper with some music behind it. And mm-hmm. like, if you can find the song that goes with your feeling, like that can really help you process it and just be in that moment and live in that sometimes that beauty and sometimes that ugh. 
Um, but music is so good. And a few years ago, my students, they went through like a huge traumatic event. And we spent like a week working on mental health stuff. And one of the things I had my kids do was lyric art. Because like a lot of them process their feelings through the music. Yeah. And so I was like, pick a song that like just is resonating right now and write the words on paper, but don't write them, draw them, mm. make them art. And I showed them a song uh, from a Pink Floyd song because I'm old. I'm, you guys might not know about Pink Floyd. We know um, Pink Floyd. Because Did you legendary. notice the eye roll that I gave you? Because <laughs> I just had to say them because they're legendary. They For transcend sure. time. Um, <laughs> but I, my song was I Wish You Were Here and I made word out of it. And they were like, wow, that actually makes us like see what you're feeling and it was not my words it was is the words of the song right but like you can actually like music music helps you actually like think of what you're feeling but in like a poetic but very clear sense and it's just a very like music is like a very very deep thing for me and for a lot of people so i think music is a, a really big aid in processing any kind of like feelings that you're having and it's, it's really good for your mental health yeah, one of my tattoos is a saxophone that says, where words fail, music speaks. So a thousand percent. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Well, and I'm going to add on to that, Pete, because if you guys follow me on my personal Instagram, from time to time, I will post a Instagram story with various songs. And it's it's basically kind of what, you know, Pete had just talked about. It's like the lyrics and the work like the lyrics and the music you know when you really listen to them it is so powerful and i saw a tiktok um from somebody and it's like if somebody sends you a song really take a listen to that song because they are trying to tell you something mm -hmm. and that in itself was really powerful to me um, because, you know, I send music countless times to various friends and being like, listen to this. And some of my friends are like, did you listen to the lyrics? I'm like, yeah, that's why I sent it to you. <laughs> uh, you understood the assignment. You understood the assignment. There's but, a method to my madness. Yes. <laughs> but definitely music has been, you know, a huge impact on me, um, mentally mentally emotionally that sense um you guys basically have like cut covered everything from like reading uh something for me um that kind of just goes for me um has really been dance um sometimes when i get home from like a really dis garbage day i was gonna a PG podcast. Um, <laughs> a really um, garbage, challenging like day. challenging day. I like that better. Garbage challenge, <laughs> you know, tomato, tomato. Um, I would just, you know, either put on my Spotify or, you know, find something on TikTok and just dance. And I never did that before until um, 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's been really impactful for me. Um, what I also like to do, and again, if you follow me on my personal TikTok, every week, I, I try. I say try because it's hit or miss. 
um, I try to do weekly encouragement videos. And you wouldn't know it unless I say it, which I'm going to say to you guys and the listeners and viewers now. Um, but I take kind of what I'm going through or experiencing that week or that prior week, and I put it to have an uh, encouraging spin to it. Right. Um, And for me, I feel like that's really helping because it's like that self talk. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're great. You're, you're impacting people. You're motivating people. Just remember who you are. Um, and that in itself has kind of helped me with my confidence and self-esteem. Because, um, I mean, people can people could say things and it's awesome. And, you know, depending on who the people are, um, you know, they mean it. But then there are some people in that, like, will say it and I'm like, thinking, <laughs> do they really mean it? Oh. Right. And I think your, your, your affirmation videos also, like, they and you might not even realize this, you're subconsciously building in your own community. Cause like you're making the video to help other people who are going through the same thing as you. So you're already mm-hmm. making that community. Like, Hey, I'm not the only one going through this and neither are you because I'm going through this. So you're building that community. You might not have realized that or not. Um, but that's, that's an important part of like mental health is like, I'm, I'm not alone because you're not alone. Like you're, right. you're never going to be alone. And so, like, those videos, like, you're you're building your own community that you need and deserve. And that, like, mutual support and empathy with, like, you know, shared experiences with a lot of people is huge. 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 And, I mean, I would never say it on, like, the platform because I feel, you know, that's too personal at that point to, like, say, yeah, this is, you know, what I've gone through to, and this is why I do it. Uh, right but you know the amount of people and i think i've talked about this in a previous episode the amount of people that have you know reached out to me and said you know you're you're amazing and you know this impact me a lot um speaks volumes and speaks why i continue to do it and try to even do it even on my hardest days if if anything Mm -hmm. so Queen of the people. Queen of the people. So, speaking of TikTok. Queens? No, speaking of TikTok. <laughs> Queens New York or Queen the band? Queen the Carlene. Queen the Carlene. Obviously. It's the only answer. Yeah. Um, that would be We incorrect. love Queen the band, but like Queen the that Carlene. That would be like, incorrect. Like Queen the band and then Queen the Carlene's like right above it. But we love mm-hmm. Queen the band. Um, Both iconic. Yeah. Well, I'm, all, I'm also going to mm. be a little sappy because we are finishing up our survival arc. Um, this podcast. No. It's got to get ready. <laughs> uh, For those just listening, Pete and I have donned our hoods. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has really helped me emotionally and with my mental health. I don't think the two of you understand. Mm. So it's. I. Don't think I would have had the courage to start a podcast if it wasn't for the two of you. I want to. I want to put that mostly on Joey because, like, no, I don't, I don't the have the courage to do anything like this. This is. I'm asocial. Uh, this is. This is. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. Well, and uh, I'm saying the two of you because 
you guys have continued to be in my lives every Friday when I've gone live, just been there to, and the fact that, you know, people like Santi and Jamie and, and Janae and Hillary have, you know, pushed us to even start the podcast, but we, we talked about it. We talked about it, but we actually finally put it into action. And I think that has, you know, a, that has gotten to, has led me to get to know you guys even more, but has really given me a chance to break away from reality. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't but also think... face reality because, like, we're also, like, always hitting you with compliments every single day. So, like, you're escaping reality a little bit, but also, like, you get to see the beauty of your actual reality. So let's, let's not forget that. Right. Um, I have two things to say. One, I so agree. And I know a lot of the times in like some behind the scenes things, I'll be like, guys, we have to post more. We need to get more traction. Like we're not getting views. But like at the end of the day, literally no one could watch these. But like the like the process of like filming them and getting to spend all this extra time with the two of you. Like I thought of this like um because we like to shoot more than one episode at a time in between like episodes we spoilers shot, like, don't tell them my... things like that oh, what? whatever um when i was <laughs> we taking my dog clothes, though when i was taking my dog outside i was like i'm just so happy like that was like a good hour and a half of my life that i just like felt joy and like i it's know so uh, great and uh. i love everything about it um and that's the serious thing for number one number two the instance i did this and pete you're not going to get it because you haven't seen the movie yet but, like, it reminded me of that scene in Mean Girls when Damien sneaks into, like, the all-girls assembly thing. <laughs> and he's like, you don't even go here. And if you're not watching. I have seen that I, scene because that was part of okay. my Teacher Olympics thing. Got it. So those of you who are just listening and not watching, I have a blue hoodie on with the hood up, which is, like, almost the same blue as Damien the movie. And I just donned sunglasses. So I, like, really am feeling it. And I know we're, like, this is a serious episode, but I just had that thought and I had to share. <laughs> and I'll go back to normal. Also, there is a 0% chance that we're going to have a serious episode where a joke wasn't made. Listen, this is how we, we deal with trauma right. through humor. So, yeah. absolutely. And that wasn't even dark humor, so I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you. Um, it's not always dark. <laughs> personal growth. We love that. But no, I definitely think, you know, starting this podcast, and like Joey said, it's like we could have, you know, zero, zero listeners, zero views. Um, we haven't, but like, even if we did, the fact that we are going through this process together, I think is really amazing. It's fun and it's healthy. Yeah, it's huge. But no, I, I just, I don't think I would do this podcast with anybody else than, than the two of you. And I'm really excited to see where this goes and, you know, the fun things that, you know, come of it. So, yeah. Because not only is it good for our mental health, because it is, we also keep getting better and better at it every time. Yeah. So I'm, like, stoked for that. <laughs> so. When we started out, I didn't even have headphones. That's true. That's true. <laughs> better Personal and better. growth. Personal growth. <laughs> I had them. I just didn't have the cable. I had the uh, cable. I just couldn't find it. That's fair. I just ruined everything. Nothing was ruined. It just took me longer to edit. It's fine. <laughs> So the only other thing I'm going to mention is, you guys, we will continue to be broken records, but I think TikTok has also kind of been a real good source of self-care slash Mm -hmm. use of mental health, only because it's an outlet 
it's a platform that you can, you know, do the things you want to do. For me, it's, you know, putting out a TikTok dance or that inspirational um, video. For Joey, it can be, you know, his popcorn karaoke or doing a funny thing with a trend. Pete, everything with toast or even a, a trendy video that, you know, right. could cause a My scar a on your forehead. It. It's fine. Or the occasional <laughs> dance. Yeah. The very occasional dance. That's or the occasional dance. Or, I have no or, rhythm. Um, it's all about the, toast. Toast doesn't dance either. Or so. the trend you're going to get ready to do with Joey. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. Check yeah. it out on the podcast TikTok, Triple Nonsense Podcast. Um, Link below. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think we can honestly, honestly say that that has also been um, a platform that, you know, and I mean, there is. As any platform, there's that negativity, but I feel like we've all found our little niche that we use to, yeah. and, you know. And for me, like care. personally, like, I I feel like like I've never been like social media guy. I'm like a little bit asocial because like I'm a nerd and I like nature and people are annoying sometimes. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I would have never in my entire life, like two years ago, I'd have been like, oh yeah. There will be a video of me doing some kind of dance move ever. I was like, "There's a body roll. It will not exist." And they there's do. A... There's a really do. bad body roll, but I did it. It's decent. It's not really bad. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's decent. decent. It's not the worst body roll I've seen. I'd be B plus. I mean, there's oh, been people nice. that have I'm, done I'm worse. Thinking like B minus. No B plus. It's all uh, B plus. I would agree You're with you. Kind of greater. The plus is because you actually tried and did it. You didn't just give up. I did. You didn't like. You didn't phone it in. You went for it. I. I. You I didn't commit. pretend. You didn't do like. Everyone this. who knows me does know. Like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to commit to it. It won't necessarily be good. But that's mental health. But it will be 100 percent me. <laughs> so not 80 percent me. Pete, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Get up and do a okay. body roll right now for the video. <gasps> oh Fun. what? Fun. Oh no! All right. Well, I mean. I'm sorry, listeners. So, listeners, you cannot see this, but I just challenged Pete to a body roll. I'll I'll narrate it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's backing up slowly. He's embracing. He's feeling shame. Oh, he's laughing. He's not ready. Oh, he did. Oh, that's something. That was something. It kind of looked like a seal trying to bounce a ball on their nose. That's the imagery I got. But that's I legit kind of hurt my back a little bit, like on the right side here. This little pinch. can't wait for you to hear this because for the audio only listeners, I was like, I'm gonna narrate. So I narrated you your body roll the whole time. <laughs> so I can't wait for you to hear this later. Oh, that'll be a fun surprise. <laughs> and viewers, you get the pleasure of seeing that. You're you welcome. Um, so, so for the month of um, February, we are talking about um, Black History Month, Black Lives Matter. Um, with some fun facts. And I've actually also found um, a really cool organization as well that I'd like to talk about. But Pete, I do believe, has the fun fact for this episode. So the fun fact, um, and I'm going to bring it to science because like, that's who I am as a person, deep down. Um, There is a wonderful black woman named Mae Jemison who... um, was an astronaut and actually went out into outer space. Um, and then later had a role on Star Trek 
And so not only, like, was she a brilliant astronaut, like, you have to be smart and just a physical specimen to be able to go into space. She also had the chops to go be an actress um, in, like, a major show. Um, So, like, there is an astronaut who is an actress as well. And we love that. Mae Jemison. Check her out. She she went to space in real life and went to space on TV. Right. And explored more frontiers, the final frontier. (laughs) Um, And then I'm just going to add in, I did some research and I actually found a organization um, called My Brother's Keeper. And that organization alliance actually was created by former president uh, Barack Obama back in February of 2014. And I kind of, when I was looking at it, kind of in loved you know reading about their vision and mission and so i'm actually going to look at the screen and just read their vision uh, it says their vision is to make uh, this a reality for all of the nation's boys and young men of color each and every one of them who is critical to the collective success by realizing this vision we are creating a brighter more promising future not just for boys and young men of color but for the country and i think that really speaks volumes to kind of you know what this month is about and beyond Mm -hmm. um so i will actually be putting my brother's keeper website um in the description of the unedited video along with some other um charities you can donate to um as well so um but this actually ends our three arc on survival we did we it survived. we survived we did it we're still here we're all intact um are, are we are <laughs> just to give you guys a little myself. little uh foreshadowing our next three arcs are going or our next three episode arc is going to be about friendship um, friendship we and, love friends um the next episode you guys are going to see, we are bringing in our first guest of the podcast. Woo, 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 uh, woo, woo. <laughs> and um, we're super excited about that. And then the next, the following episodes, uh, we're going to also bring in some of more guests, more guests. guests. You get a guest. Um, <laughs> you get a guest. So we are super excited for you guys to see those next three episodes. Um, But make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias um, on Instagram, TikTok, Anchor, Spotify. Watch the unedited version of the podcast on YouTube. You can find us at Triple the Nonsense on Instagram and Triple... Triple the Nonsense podcast on TikTok. Other way around, triple I think. The, backwards. <laughs> triple, yep, you got it backwards. backwards. Triple the Nonsense podcast, Instagram, Triple the Nonsense TikTok. On TikTok. But yes, yes, yes. It's all linked below. All You're doing below, great. All yeah. Triple the Nonsense. <laughs> uh, you guys can find us, our personal TikToks, on the page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> Yeah, and don't forget, on all of those things, feel free to, like, leave comments, interact. Let us know, like, what topics you'd be interested in. Maybe you have a great idea for a three-episode arc. Um, I think this three-episode arc was a suggestion by, was it Janae? I think I already mentioned this before. But, like, 
this it stemmed from other ideas and talking and stuff. So like you could help decide Janae. what we Janae, you could help us to talk what to talk about. Janae actually gave us the um, inspiration to add the fun facts for Black uh, Black oh, History Month. Oh, okay. So, I know there's some idea that wasn't ours, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have been taking um, some of your suggestions and putting them into use for even f- more future mm-hmm. episodes. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, and yeah, I think and that's I think it. we did it. And we I think we did, did it. it. We did it. So on that note, I'm Joey. I'm Carlene. And I'm Pete. And this was Triple and this was Triple the Nonsense. Oh, Pete stole your thunder. See you next week. Oh, I thought we did the thing together. (laughs)